This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Tennessations with Chris. Well, look, everybody, thank y'all for listening. If you don't know what this podcast is about, we like to... You're talk about to little, find out. Yeah, yeah, you're about to find out. But <laughs> just a heads up, we're going to be talking about cannabis. We're going to be meeting with a bunch of owners from around Vermont. Uh, cannabis is legal in Vermont, and we're giving them their platform to talk about what they're doing, the positiveness they're having in their community, and what's going to be happening. And today, we have, look, let me tell you, this guy I call him for everything. Like if my plants is messed up, if if like, hey, what, what what's wrong with he taught me that plants have a love language and you can just <laughs> you can just, hey, what's wrong with you? And the plant will tell you and it tells you what's wrong you with your come, baby. Exactly. My ladies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't know, this is my man, a new friend, like aside from your podcast, like. I told you, man, you're an amazing dude. Freedom Flower, Mr. Christopher Chabot. Thank you very kindly, Chris. Soon. I'm going to have a button on here that plays applause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a whole applause. But we getting there. You know what I'm saying? Yay. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start having my family come in for the introduction. And then after I introduce- I think they're going to get real sick of that. Oh, Pretty soon you're going to have so many guests care. on here. How about I pay you? How about I put them on a the payroll to come over here? <laughs> Just come on, your daughter's going to need- be so into that. <laughs> All the time. Look, pay, put them on the payroll. They come in for five minutes, listen to the introduction. I introduce you. They applause, and then they leave. That's like 20 bucks right there. Write them off of my taxes. Look, it's a whole thing. It could be, it could be something to that. Mm-hmm. Sure <laughs> but, could. But thank you, man. Thank you for being yeah, here. Yeah, my pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. Um, so Mr. Mr. Chabot, how about you tell us about Freedom Flower? You know, the story behind Freedom Flower is is, you know, it's a good one because um, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, about 15 years uh growing cannabis and working with cannabis growers and um learning the trade and and um, and in, some, in a lot of that time, uh, cannabis has been illegal. And so Freedom Flower is the extension of, of my joy in, you know, welcoming in the legalization movement and, and understanding that this plant has so many possibilities for everyone. And, you know, in, in each of us, we have this, you know, potential for growth and, um, and Freedom Flower celebrates that potential for growth by recognizing the, you know, the truths that come out of cannabis, you know, whether it be a freeing of your mind from anxiety, from fear, from the constraints of the day, uh, to, you know, a whole lifestyle where you can grow cannabis and you can, and you can, uh, you know, create products with cannabis and, and, and create a lifestyle based around your passions. Uh, for me, cannabis is a passion. And, and it's a good passion to have. And it's crazy because you're right. It's like, it's such a, it has such a good properties behind it, but it has this negative light on it. Right. And, and it's, and it's a plant. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all it is. It's just a, you put a seed in the ground, you water it, 
give it light and it grows. Like I can't do that with cocaine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't grow cocaine. Oh, I got this cocaine growing. Nah, it's you have the it's it's processing. This is just a plant. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I enjoy. Speaking of a plant, this is my That is a beautiful blunt. Thank you, sir. I <laughs> I, I I put a lot of pride in my my blunts when people come over. Oh, this like, this man is, has rolled up this beautiful gorilla finger <laughs> of a blunt. Gorilla finger. <laughs> it could be slightly gorilla fingerish. <laughs> uh, it's it's longer than my my finger. That's right. And you have some hands on you, man. We this is mine that. Sun grown, as they like to say, which it's I'm, I'm adopting that term. Yeah, like, oh, it's, this is yeah. sun grown. I I think it was a a great term. I I just learned it last year. You know the yeah. difference this this sun grown term. But I think you know, in terms of if we're talking about marketing terms, that's that's not a bad one. It I feel like saying outdoors still has that negative yeah stigma. Yeah, you know it has that connotation of it being shit weed. Yeah, brick weed. Right. Yeah. But and and when we talk about indoor. We talk about it being grown under artificial light. Yes. So yeah, and and these days the biggest difference between cultivation methods is the source, the light. You know, I've I've grown um, fields of plants uh, on a similar irrigation system that I would use inside. In fact, the same irrigation system that I've built. And indoor places I've used on an, in an outdoor setting, and you know the big difference is, you know the the control of the weather, yeah. and whether we do it or whether we let Mother Nature have her way. Well, you are very, I tell you, you're you're a fountain of knowledge, man. You you, I, I, yeah. That's what I was going for, man. I want you. I want this to be like a be like. Hey, that's a nice blank you got there. Let's just sit down and smoke it. I want that to be this type of you know feel to it. Yeah, and that's mine. It's how does it taste? It's really smooth. I'm getting uh, sweet terpenes on the back of the tongue when I exhale, and um, a light floral, uh, like a linalool uh, on the inhale. Um, <laughs> I just love how being able to go to the stores uh, and and read these descriptions of of the the terpene test results yes. and the cannabinoid test results are educating me, you know, and and educating all the consumers on on these you know minute details and and these understandings of cannabis that are really bringing the whole uh, community to the next level. And, you know, within the next few years, we'll have more people educated about cannabis than about uh, wine and viticulture. So I'm, I'm, you know. I'm completely on board. <laughs> I'm, I I'm know, really man. excited. I was listening to your interview before you came over. And I, one thing, you do interview really well. Or they took that a good section. I don't know if it was produced or anything, but I like how freely you speak, uh, especially with the the dumb stoners. <laughs> like I love that. Like because that- uh, well, Howard Howard Weistisman, he he interviewed me for uh, Vermont Public Radio a couple of weeks ago, um, and he was interviewing um, black market producers who are. Um, focused on entering the legal market. So he entered he interviewed me, Matt Matei, who owns Forbin's Finest down in uh, Barrie, Vermont, and 
Nate Liberty, who uh, co-owns Vermont Scientific in Morrisville. They're a tier three manufacturer. Um, and, you know, it, and me, um, who owns Freedom Flower. We're uh, coming out with cannabis-infused seltzers, and we're uh, renting a space down in Morrisville where we're building our production facility right now. And I thought that Howard had a great take on the whole market. He asked a lot about my, you know, the way that I started growing and, uh, you know, my background. Um, but he he pulled the best quote out of there, which, um, <laughs> you know, I, it's true. Over the years, people looked at me and, and, and saw just one thing. They saw this diminutive version where... You know, I smoked weed and I was, a, you know, a degenerate. I was someone who wasn't worthy of their time and who was, you know, underachieving, lazy, and never going to amount to anything. And, you know, some of those same people <laughs> these Say days it. are like, my God, how did you ever have this forethought to do all this stuff? Like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's it's almost trite. Uh, for folks who have just been working hard, because that's what it is. It's it's hard work. And that's why I was listening to Nick's, because he was the first one to speak, and he was talking about like how he got, you know, he got locked up. For yeah, three, he was arrested for growing three plants three in his plants, closet. You know what I'm saying? And then how he, I I know it could be this isn't. I, I don't don't take this the wrong way, but. He didn't let his arrest stop him. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did have the knowledge and he went and gained more knowledge. And now, like, look at his product. Like, sure. He has, and, like, and Nick touched on this, the same feeling, I think, that I did where, you know, it's not so much, you know, yay, we're about to have these businesses and whatever. It's like, yay, we're coming out of the shadows and you know, we're being appreciated for the skills and this knowledge that we've been developing in isolation. And like, you don't know how good your weed is when, when no one smokes it, you don't know, or when a limited number of people smoke it, you don't know how good your products are. You don't know how anything compares to this greater community, to the greater world. And now we have this freedom and we have this opportunity to share in our experience and, gosh, we're finding that it's relevant to a whole lot of other people. Um, and that's what's so exciting for me. Um, and for Nick, too. And, you know, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but, you know, reading that article and and, and what Howard wrote about it, um, you know, it, it just, it feels like this collective sigh of relief that we're all, you know, no one's, no one's saying we're lazy yeah. stoners anymore. No one wants to live in the shadows, you know, especially with something like this. I mean, you grow with this, anything, really. With, with anything, yeah, facts. But with like just cannabis you related. I want to be proud of who you are. I want to be proud of who I am and what I and do. You should be proud of who and you are. the product I produced. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's where, you know, Vermont is now. Yeah, or like, the person that you are. And it's not just about the product that you produce. And, and it's, it's the same thing of like, oh, judging you for being this lazy stoner, this bad person because you consume a plant or because you, you know, are gay or because you're black, you know? And it's like, what about, we look at the person, 
What about we Just look as at an individual, right? And and yeah. you know, and and see what are you contributing to right. society? What are you creating, yeah. contributing to your yeah. community? To your community, yeah. you know, to your family. That's what I be talking about, man. My man's be pulling up with the knowledge. <laughs> it's good to be here, Chris. I'm glad you were here, man. I really am. Look, let's go back to these seltzers that you were speaking of. Yeah, man. I know Freedom Flower has a vast array of products and uh, avenues that is going to be approaching. So, you know what I'm saying? What does Freedom Flower have to offer the community? So what we're doing is we are a beverage manufacturer in the basic product that we're providing to stores all over Vermont. And in addition to that, we have some other ancillary services. Uh, we offer pre-roll manufacturing to tier one growers. And that's mainly in partnership with just tier one growers so that we can elevate uh, the the craft producers in the state. And from from what I believe, I think that's where the, quali- the most quality flour is going to be coming from. Um, and they're also the producers that need the most help getting access to the market. Larger producers have more money and more resources. They're kind of set. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's the smaller producers, one, that add quality to the market, and two, that need the help. Uh, so if I can fill that niche by providing a, an affordable service to these growers to be able to produce value-added products for them uh, and get their products to the shelves and to get their products to more shelves, um, then my job is done well. And it's a, like a lot of smaller places, they don't have that access to, you know, it's almost like they're illegally legal. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, you know, the or, the equipment that, you know, you can buy a basic joint rolling machine for, you know, a couple hundred bucks, but it's not going to produce quality products at at the scale or the timing that makes it appropriate for getting your products out to a larger market. So people are not only transitioning to a legal market, but they're transitioning to a business market where, you know, you're you're having to sell, you know, 125 pounds or 200 pounds, and it's not all going to be quality that's going to go into a jar and look good um, or go into a bag and look good. Some of that stuff is going to be smalls. Some of it's going to be trim. The trim you're not going to want to make into pre-rolls. You're going to, you know, go and give that to another manufacturer who can make it into other value-added products for you, like highly rooted in uh, Morrisville. They're a great edible producer that's um, uh, also doing really great things. They, um, you know, shout out to highly rooted because I, I, I totally believe that other businesses in this market have, you know, more to collaborate on than we do to compete on. Mm, um, I like that. I like that. More to collaborate than compete. That's facts. I mean, it's still a competition in, in, a, in a way to speak, but it's like having that right, collaboration, we, we've got man. We've headies where we're all going to compete on who's who's got the best shit in the state. I can't <laughs> wait. This year is going to be great. Hey, last year was my first time, and I was mind blown. Like I had never been, even though it was such a, it was so Vermonty, it was small. It was, it was, I mean, I'm assuming that was small compared to what I've been told. You know what sure. I'm saying? That was very small. I um, bet next year is going to be huge, mm-hmm. you know, because still people last year were afraid of entering because of, you know, legal consequences of being proud of what you do. Yeah. Case in point. I can't funny. wait for next year. It was funny because just being there, 
You know what I'm saying? I was looking just over your shoulder, looking around, and everybody was engaging. And I seen old people walking around, and I'm like, ah, this don't, this it feels too right. It, it something's wrong. <laughs> and then I got a joint from uh, Mike. I got a, a guy named Mike, and uh, he. I went outside and I lit it, and there was this little old lady outside just smoking a joint, and I was like, man. If she can do it, then let me like this joint up. And then I end up having a conversation with a dude with a big old belt buckle, a cowboy hat, and some shoes. <laughs> and for some reason, he had on a, a vest, like one of them orange vests. And I was <laughs> construction like, worker construction vest. worker vest. And I was like, hey, you know, you here, I'm here. And we started talking. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was like, we brought us together. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's bringing everybody together and, and, you know, that was like one of the first of all these great community events that happened that summer that uh-huh. happens that happened this oh my year. Oh, God, this, this past year. I wish I could have went to everyone. And it's because of cannabis. It's because of cannabis and cannabis legalization and people being proud of what they do, people being proud of who they are. You know, it's a, it's a great place to be. Um, and, you know, so we're going to be putting out four flavors of seltzer, Blood orange, mango, lime, and cardamom ginger. Um, and we're offering them in glass bottles. It's a gourmet seltzer, so it's really like nice. Glass, like a like a beer bottle. Oh yeah, just just the same as a beer bottle with the crown cap on the top that you'll have to pry open. So it is is actually child resistant. Oh, that's um, And it's one serving of five milligrams in the bottle. It'll be cool on a. Good uh, on a hot, refreshing day. You know, you can bring it hiking with you. You could, um, you could bring it to the spa or bring it to the mountain in the winter. Yeah. Um, it's a new beach. Enjoy drink. it at home. Enjoy yeah. it with friends. <laughs> hey, that is the so can cool. of refresher. Yo, it's funny because like seeing the the can of refresher. <laughs> hey, sounds I better like... when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so that's what I envisioned when you were saying that was. You know, the beach presence or the out throwing frisbees when, you know, stuff like that. But it's it's the, that same advertisement is based around like beer, like Bud Light, <laughs> like go out and have fun. Like go go somewhere and drink and then come back home. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But you said it's 5%? five percent, five milligrams, five milligrams. Yeah. yeah. So that's like that's like a manageable amount. Yeah, it's. It's the maximum allowed dose for a single serving of edible under the Vermont law. Um, so, you know, if you're a microdose user, you might want to share it with a friend. Um, but if you're uh, a user who's a regular consumer, um, you know, it you treat it like a social beverage. And you can consume multiple in a sitting and, you know, without becoming too intoxicated. Um, and due to the nature of the distillate that we're using, we're using a nano emulsion distillate, the onset time is actually going to be about 15 to 20 minutes, which I'm sure you're familiar with normal edibles. The oh, onset like time is an hours. hour, yeah. an hour to two hours. Yeah. So this beverage, um, and I think you'll see this a lot these days, uh, a lot of newer producers are using this nano emulsion distillate to really improve the onset time of their product and to improve the... Um, the availability of the product. So that five milligrams is going to feel more intense than you might imagine a five milligram edible to normally feel. 
So I'm really excited to release the product and to have everybody try it. That's something to be excited about. Like, can I can I tell them about I had it before? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, good. Because when I went to the it was the Cambridge Cannabis had Mm -hmm. the event and I met uh I I had already known you. We had Mm -hmm. had a rapport. And uh, I seen everybody walking around with these black cans. And I was like, hey, man, what's, what's them? And he was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And it's uh, it's Freedom Flowers drinks. And uh, I was like, yo, where they at? And he was like, you know, they told me where they was at, and I went and got one. And let me tell you, I've just recently started liking seltzers. Like, I've always thought, like, it was just, why do I want a water, a water soda? You know what I'm saying? But... I was also younger, but, you know, I started having drinking seltzers and they are really refreshing. Mm-hmm. And then and low I, calorie too. low cal. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we use a little bit of fruit extract and I had the blood orange. I think that was the one, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, it was the one. And man, that was really good. <laughs> like it was really ref- like, like you said, refreshing. Yeah. Like is, and the thing about seltzers that I, I like I, I it's weird I weirdly enjoy is you don't get much of the flavor. Mm-hmm. You get like it's like you gotta breathe right, and you, it's you like, taste it and you want more. You know what I'm saying? And so it was it was a warm day that day and they was in the fridge and like You know, hold it to the back of your neck and doesn't yeah, that feel good? Oh, man, I think I drew I think I snuck back I think I drank two and then another guy came to me and was like, where'd you get them from? And I was like, uh. no, one guy came to me. And I was like, well, you got to talk to that man right there. Then somebody else came to me and I knew him. So I was like, look, I'll take you to him. Yeah, that was, was a fun party. That was a good party. I'm going to have them on here soon once everything starts. Can I talk about me seeing your facility? Yeah, please. Well, I, don't, I always want to ask because I don't want to just... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let me describe uh, where we're at. Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is. No, nah, nah, They uh, don't need to know that. We don't need, you don't we don't need, need a whole nah. lot of extra nah, customers over there. Nah. Just know where you can get the product at. Right. How about and, that? And, and, <laughs> you know, look me up on online. Look me up on my website, uh, which will be dropping pretty soon. Um, and I've been doing a lot of outreach to, to growers, and a lot of it's through word of mouth. Um and when I usually when I go and have a meeting with a grower, I'll I'll meet all the growers in their neighborhood because people communicate and people are friends. And so when I go to one grower's house, sometimes there's another two or three other growers hanging out. And so I'll get I'll do a little powwow. You know, I feel like I'm selling Tupperware or something. <laughs> <laughs> but mean, this Tupperware is full of joints. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> little Tupperware tubes. You know. And, um, I show the the product that I'm able to make and um, discuss the prices that I'm able to do. And um, eventually I'd like to be able to add a hand trimming service uh, to the list of services that I provide for growers. Um, And later this spring, we're going to be hopefully introducing two lines of pre-roll joints from Freedom Flower. And what I'll do is I'll curate some of the best herb in Vermont and I'll say, which growers do I know who are you know, doing, who are up and coming, you know, who are doing something exciting with soil or their farm or uh, something that deserves celebrating. Um, or, their fi- or their herb is just total fire and I can't you know, get enough of it. You know, those are the three categories, <laughs> you know. So 
we're going to try and bring all of our Vermont dispensary partners pre-rolls from these growers and, and be able to do small batches of select growers and you know buy as much of their flowers they'll sell us and produce a big batch, a limited batch for all of our dispensary partners of these really awesome growers so that everyone can experience what might otherwise be a really localized phenomenon that would be released in one or two stores, you know, just because of the timing and, and the resources that these small growers have, it's not sometimes enough to really get them that full wide distribution all around the state that they deserve. Uh, so that's kind of where I come in is being able to share little bursts of that. And, and people will come to know that those freedom flower joints, every time it's going to be a different awesome strain every time it's going to be a different awesome grower and they can find all about that on our website or instagram hey look man hey chris thank you so much for coming over man chris it was my pleasure but before you go i have a few questions that i like to ask my ask my guest because you are you you're a consumer so you know i want to know the type of things that you like to consume or consume with all right. So first question is blunts, wraps, or papers? Papers. Papers. Any like my daily is a rice paper from Element. I like the one and a quarters. Yeah, yeah. Um I like to smoke spliffs. One and a quarter. Yeah. You're a spliff man. Yeah. I add a little tobacco and um sometimes a little hashish. Ah. Um I started smoking in France when I was 17 years old. Oh, you fancy, huh? I, I did this exchange program when I was in high school. It yeah. was great. I came from such a small town in Vermont that we didn't even have a high school. So the town would pay for you to go to any high school of your choice within an area of uh, like a nearby area. And it so happened that there was this exchange program that I wanted to go to. And it had tuition that was less expensive for a year than going to the local high school. So I petitioned the town to let me go to the exchange program if I got in instead of high school. And they agreed. And they saved money. And I went to France for a year. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, all right, I can't ask you, so, man. That's why I smoke spliffs, because over there, they only smoked yeah. tobacco, like cigarettes with hash in it. Because uh, weed was... It's hard to grow over there without, it's like really illegal and, and there's yeah, yeah. all these international borders that you have to cross over. But hashish is easy to smuggle because it's, you know, a pound of hash is like smaller than a book. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, as opposed to a pound of weed is like a big old pillow, yeah. you know. So so that's what I, when I was, so I grew up smoking blunts. Yeah. But then when I went to Germany, I uh, was stationed over there. I, I used to, they used to roll spliffs all the time. Yeah. And I used to think that spliffs was the shape of like the cone, you know, not the, <laughs> not the, it's Speak. not the guts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh, my, the, the girl, the lady I was dating at the time, she, she was like, no, stupid. It's because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, all right. In France, you call uh, it a joint. A joint, oh. a joint. A joint. Yeah. Tu veux fumer un joint? Who? Tu veux fumer un joint? I don't got to write that down. <laughs> you want to smoke want... a joint? Hell yeah, <laughs> I, I got to know that. <laughs> All right. Sativa Passe-moi le joint. Passe, <sighs> say again. Passe-moi le joint. <laughs> hey, man, I can't move my mouth like that. <laughs> Passe-moi, je <laughs> Close enough. There you go. You get it. Yeah. You that shit. 
right, sativas, hybrids. I mean, sativas, indicas, or hybrids. Um, well, I don't know if any of us have really smoked a pure sativa, and I'm sure someone's going to be like, well, yeah, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, I think uh, at least in the last couple of years, uh, in the last 10 to 20 years, things have been hybridized so much that you can have sativa leaning, you can have indica dominant, but that just means that they've been interbred enough so that the characteristics of both are contained in most of the plants. <laughs> See, man, he just... I don't even want to ask you that question no more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, man. Nah, that's, nah, but I mean, and if you... I've looked at just the, the little bit of knowledge I have of cannabis. Like, that's a lot of what you see. You don't see indica or sativa. Sure. You um, see, like, a hybrid, like and, sativa dominant or, you know... And, and let me head you off here for a second because, you know... I'm not even of the church of sativa and indica at all. From from my perspective, sativa and indica represent classifications of photo period. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, it's a description of when it's going to flower based on the number of hours of sunlight that it requires to switch in from vegetation to flowering um, based on what latitude the plant was first, you know, discovered in or grown in because if it's closer to the equator, there's more hours of sunlight in the day and in the year. Um, so it actually, it adapted to that and it has a longer flowering period. Um, and an indica is in the upper and lower hemispheres Further where, away from right, the yeah. so it only require it requires like uh, a shorter amount of light hours in the day to flower. So does that have anything that has to do? I think sativa and indica are more of a description of that than they are a description of effects, because I believe that there's a lot more that has that's going on in the plant that gives you the specific effect than you know than whether it's a sativa or an indica or whether it's high THC or low THC. There's a combination of a thousand different cannabinoids, some of which are like undiscovered or unstudied um, that could make the effect really different, but we don't even know about them yet, you know? And like, you know, there's the terpenes that also have an effect in the flavonoids um, that give this, the plant its smell, but also give the plant different effects. You know, we we talk about um, aromatherapy, um, well, cannabis, aromatherapy, you know, uses terpenes to cause different effects on the human psyche and the human body. And so those plants that are giving those aromas use terpenes and flavonoids to do so. Uh, and cannabis is one of the most rich plants that we know of in terpenes and flavonoids. So we should have been doing this shit all along. Oh, we are. <laughs> we funny. are. But, you know, and as you yeah. smoke it, you're like, wow, this one gets me really relaxed. Yeah. And is that because of the THC or is that because it's an indica sativa or is it because of the specific combination of flavonoids and terpenes that are built in that into that plant? Knowledge. That's what you come in here to get. When you listen to this podcast, I'm going to bring you on as a special guest one day and I'm going to have somebody else sit over there and talk. And then I want you to be like, 
But did you know that? <laughs> you know and that's another person I want to get on the podcast, do, too. We'll do some education. You there know? you go. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. Like, I want to, like, testing. I want somebody in, I, I haven't ventured down the path, but get somebody in lab testing because I'm pretty sure people want to know, like, okay, you, what do you do? How do you test my weed? Or how do you test weed? Or what are you doing to it, too? You know what I'm saying? So Right, and like, I feel like my knowledge is is pretty general. And in a lab setting, you'll have someone with a really specific set of knowledge, and those, and those guys, you know, um, you know, sometimes have like a level of detail that's really cool and and interesting. I, and sometimes, and you know, I, each of us has our own niche. But I would love to learn more about terpenes and flavonoids and how those specifically affect um, the the cannabis experience. Well, as this podcast develops, we're gonna have somebody on, and then I'm gonna play this part during our podcast in the future, and I'm gonna be like asking, "You shall receive." This whole segment <laughs> gonna be in there. Yes. <laughs> That's right. so awesome, Chris. So bongs, concentrates, or edibles? Edibles. Edibles. You like yeah. edibles? That's yeah. I mean. I'm I'm developing a seltzer. Oh, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and you know, edibles come in all shapes and sizes. They do. You know, True. one time I I had a dinner party and I made a cannabis cheesecake. Mm. Yeah, invite me to your dinner parties. Um, I'm, I don't even have. I think I've had one dinner party. So definitely the next one, you got to pull up with some. What, what would you call it? Some. Some can of cake. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I think, we'll work with something. Yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> and as for my last question, I want to know, do you have a motivational quote that you live by? Is there like anything that like you've ever... Oh, put me on the spot, man. I that's kind of what is the point. <laughs> and if you don't have no, one... No, I, I, I don't have one specific one. That's cool. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think about that. I like that. I like that question. It's it, I've seen it, and like I've heard different things throughout my life, and I've heard a lot of bullshit throughout my life too. But it's just been certain things that's been that's just stuck with me. Like one of the things that uh, I told a guy, uh, I was in the military. I was in Germany. It was a Sunday morning. I was had a hangover. And this NCO was still drunk. <laughs> and uh, we was, everybody was walking past. And I was like, what's good, man? And he said, hold up. He said, I'm stoned. He said, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I forgot. <laughs> I should go ask my wife, what I be saying all the time? What I be saying? Um... <laughs> Oh, no, you man. gotta leave this part in the in the podcast. <laughs> the it's like Chris man. rolls up this big blunt and stuff, and then we're like, "What?" Hey, you can so, tell that stuff was a creeper. In one of my in one of my past podcasts that I've I, I had that I did get, I took like two bong rips before. No, a dab. That's what it was. I took a dab before and I came in here to do the podcast and it was it was totally not the move. Like <laughs> I was over here like I was earlier. It's just I'm listening. You know I'm listening. But it's like, damn, I ain't got nothing to say because like you just 
Shut it down. (laughs) 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 Hey, but look, man, like I said, I I told you already three times, but like, I really appreciate you coming over, man. It's it's awesome. Anytime, man. Yeah, you got you got you got some good things. Y'all look out for that seltzer, man. I, I tried it. That blood orange, that blood orange kind of slap, man. Yeah, this yeah. spring we're we're now slated to open in thirty different dispensaries. That's and, awesome. And counting. Hey, and counting. That's the one. That's what you should put in the and counting. <laughs> well, look, yeah, if you got a dispensary, uh, you know, hit us up. Yeah, we'd love to supply you with our, our seltzer. Well, where can they find you at? They can find me at uh, Freedom Flower VT at Instagram. Or uh, pretty soon they'll be able to look me up on the Cannabis Control Board website as one of the licensed uh, businesses. Hey, well, look, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in to this conversation. We had good cannabis, good conversation. And look out for us next time, man. Check me out on Instagram, uh, Cannabis Podcast. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. And we out.